1: You're listening to Fox
2: Sports Radio. Base so maybe neck. not the base uh, neck. smoothest. Base neck. <laughs> base neck. Base neck. Oh, base man. Neck. Uh, maybe you not know what be- that is? What it's is base that? neck. The base, base neck? neck? All yeah. right. Well, it looks like Lee's neck. Uh, he's still got that welt from uh, whatever beast. Does he him. really? I swear to God, it. it's like he you're got sick, shot at. bro.
3: Yeah. Lee, you're, you're allergic, sick. dude. That, I, I that, guess so. <laughs> that bee made you sick, brother.
2: <laughs> looks you like might Carson. Go
3: get checked out. it
2: looks like Carson Wentz. <laughs> it, it feels worse.
3: Oh, you might want to go get that checked. out yeah, Have like, you iced it? Have you put put alcohol? No, nah, do it, the opposite. Like
0: put put some heat on it. See if we can't you know pop Draw that it out. sucker.
2: Yeah, yeah. 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 Take, a, take a blow dryer to it. Let's yeah. Make yeah. do some work here.
3: Uh, yeah. Those are Hot the pack. best worst videos to ever watch. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's, there's people that really, I don't want to say it because people are eating breakfast right now, but yeah, it's a, not. Yeah. There's yeah. people that really enjoy. It looks stuff. like their breakfast. Yeah. Uh, all right. It is uh LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, <laughs> Jonas Popper. Knox with you yeah. here uh, on FSR. Uh, we're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour here at 9am Eastern time, six o'clock Pacific here on Fox sports radio. So not the smoothest, um, you know, press conference uh, for somebody in the world of sports. We're going to poke some fun at that here. Uh, momentarily speaking of poking fun, we did mention, uh, James Dolan uh, and his band JD and the Straight Shot uh, They yeah. are a, uh, Straight uh, Shot I don't even know what the hell you call it, are they a blues band Whatever it is, but uh, he's got this band You guys had never heard their music before We actually have their music if you guys want to uh, Take Let's it in, check it and, out uh, Listen to uh, the great James Dolan uh, Here it is All right.
4: Better find a church
2: Oof. Yeah
4: Better find a suit
2: Oh man
0: Better This isn't that soon. bad
2: what? I mean, uh, this
0: genre for this genre of music, it's
2: not that bad. What genre is this?
0: Uh, it's better than disheveled blues. playing rock. That's hey, all I know. Hey, yeah,
2: No, it ain't, man. He wasn't hey, touched by an angel. This is Basura need. is what this is.
3: Isn't Basura. Ah, yeah, I kind of like it. You didn't pronounce it yeah, right. that too. Basura. I kind of like it. If I'm at like That's a little saying. cigar lounge or yeah. you know, I'm out like getting some good food, I mean. If this was playing, I, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I am not making fun of this. This music is how Van Gogh lost his ear. I, um, I think you're a tad bit jealous right now and a little bit envious that no one has ever really said that about your band. Yeah, but I, yeah I mean, this isn't fine. bad.
2: Whatever. And yeah. hey, nobody's got uh, JD in the straight shot tattooed and they found on their a Yeah, this song stinks. I mean,
3: they straight shotted it. Yeah. <laughs> You know? somebody,
2: somebody straight shot Lee's
3: neck. <laughs> well, that was kind of a side shot. It was straight shot was into to the side of his neck. <laughs> Uh, yeah,
2: all right, okay. uh, so there it is. Uh, that is the uh, the reviews. Uh, Brady Quinn and uh, LeVar Ayrton, big fans of James Dolan's uh Yeah, band. I am now.
3: Nice. Jonas was nice. is a natural hater. He was hoping that we would have joined That's him all right. in the it hate. Was this, this it was so pretty good. It wasn't that bad. Wasn't bad.
2: Yeah, some people know music. Some people don't. You know, nobody's oh, perfect. Man. All right. So, okay. Sound like cocktail. Can we get
3: Lee,
0: Roberto, and <laughs> Eddie to weigh tail. on this? Just because ah. I'd love for everyone to give get their opinion on this. All right.
2: Please, go ahead. Lee, go ahead. Come on, Lee. Sorry, I was just listening to some more awful J.D. in the straight shot. Uh, no, it's not good. Oh. Yeah, there it is. Wow. Uh, that's two wow. to
3: two. Uh, that's, uh, but Roberto, we, we expected what you that. you were uh, That's kind of era. crappy. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah.
2: All right, Eddie Garcia, your thoughts on J.D. in the straight shot? Well, it does bother me every time some song is played that you say, this song sucks. Oh, but,
0: Thank you. But Thank you. Uh, I, I'm not – I'm a big fan of yeah,
2: that. Yeah, there it is. That's what I'm talking about here. A little, uh,
3: well, I'm just saying, sale. if you guys were at a restaurant... And this was playing in the background. I, I think, in, and if they had white tablecloth, I just think that it would go together. Wow. That's all I'm saying. I and, mean, you know. Roberto,
2: I mean, we're going to let that pass. Racist. Thank you. Why is it got to be white? Why is
3: that racist? You know, why is
2: the tablecloth
3: got to be white? Oh, you could. I'm, I'm not. I mean, racist. Do you do fine dining, bro? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> in comparison to, table
0: cloth, to Jim Ursay's stuff,
3: that was much better. Way better. What is that? What's Who that? Is this? That's Jim Irsay. Is this Irsay? No, it's still J.D. in the straight shot.
2: All right, this song's no, a better than the last one.
3: Yeah, yeah you know that one, that, hey, That's a different genre. So. Right, I'm okay with this little folk music. No, come on. See, now I'm on the other side on this one. Yeah. I yeah this say. is worse. I don't want. Yeah. yeah, this is not good. Hey,
2: I could see him, uh, you know, playing a pitchfork outside a barn with this.
3: This is good. See, so now I feel like they're confused. Yeah. Because that is totally away from what the first song. This sounds like Ursa this is country.
2: Hey no, this man, this is better than Ursa. Yeah, this is. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you so this. This is at every county fair across the country coming up in a couple of months.
3: I want to hear Ursa now. I feel like we we like totally have downgraded him because this one right here. I'm not all. I'm not in on this one.
2: Yeah, you want to hear Ursa? Yeah, but, yeah or just, go to any bar after two a.m. Yeah, or, or, talk or to somebody, karaoke. Yeah, talk yeah. to somebody who's been sitting there four hours. <laughs> right. We got we got we got
3: to derobe and put our hand on a tree <laughs> or, or something. We have to lean on something before we listen yeah. to jewelry. Derobe,
4: hard lean, a hard lean, <laughs> <laughs> a hard, lean. Oh, a hard lean. All right, this is Ursa.
2: Oh, ah. This is better than, than J.D. in the straight shot. Take a, take a load line. off, God, Betty.
4: <laughs> <laughs> ah. hey, He's just a, yelling. Hey,
2: take a load off, Betty would be my entrance Shh. music at WrestleMania. Come on. This is good. By the
0: way, Jonas is talking over the one spot. We <laughs> could actually hear how bad his voice is. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Now, you already missed it. You talked over it. Hey, That's it was, the
2: problem. It was so good. Ow. You're still talking. You can't even listen to him. <laughs> say anything. I mean, come on, what's wrong, oh, no. what's wrong, with, that? What's wrong with that?
3: And That's oh, it Betty, <laughs> go sit over there in the corner. Oh, man.
2: Come on, dude. He's been eating creatine since he was like four months old. What do you want from him? His vocal cords are a little shot at this point. Right. Take
3: a load on Betty. <laughs> Take a load on Betty. Take a load on Betty.
2: Uh, uh, by the way, the name of that song, uh, you got to be careful on this show. Uh, all right, uh, it is uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, two ah, pros and a cup ah, of Joe here at Fox Sports Radio. So from that awful sound uh, to uh, some awkward sound, uh, how about a uh, Major League Baseball? Uh, so the lockout continues. Uh, Rob Manfred stepped to the podium yesterday uh, let's have a, a listen to some of just the brilliance of rob manfred uh, talking about major league baseball situation uh, this first one is the commissioner of major league baseball talking about how uh, they're very concerned about fans uh, that is a, a priority for uh, major league baseball and its owners uh, here was the commish
4: the concern about our fans is at the very top of our consideration list followed closely by you know places like where we're standing um where people's livelihood depends on baseball spring training baseball and uh certainly an important part of the calculus for us and for our owners
2: all right so now uh, scale one to ten how convinced are you guys with that answer Uh, why does does he
0: sound so timid You thrilled our fans throughout
4: the (laughs) postseason with a great performance.
0: (laughs) Like, it almost sounds like he's on some sort of medication or he's like really (laughs) got to get off the the podium and go to the
2: bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Like
3: he's going to fall asleep in the middle of saying (laughs) his sentence.
2: It's a little Harry Carey. If we're being
3: honest. A little the,
2: the words are uh, slurred a little bit there. Uh, yeah. So there's uh, there's that. Now it's not as bad. Bob Kraft uh, after the AFC title game a couple years ago sounded like he. Had it been,
0: was cold outside. Come on.
2: Okay. I, I mean, come on, man. Like we we see people uh, do weather reports. Uh, you know, in F five tornadoes. Uh, they can figure it out. You know, Bob Kraft can't. I mean, he seems to know where to travel when he you know needs to get a knot uh, worked out. You know that.
3: Hey, how are you feeling today, Jonas? You all right, man? I'm Give just me saying. Hug. Listen i'm just saying it but we're yeah, gonna have uh, uh, so <laughs> you started off with shock g earlier in the show what isn't you he, now you're talking about he needs to be able to, to talk and craft uh, needs to be able to talk and, and w- tough weather conditions and yeah come on man then you, then you cite where he likes to to frequent i mean woo, you okay man somebody, i'm fine. Somebody, Somebody listen, mess I'm with your cornflakes? Yes, someone. <laughs>
2: listen, I don't eat this early. You know that. Jeez, uh, that's true. All right, do you want to hear uh, Do you want to hear more from Rob Manford? Uh, yes. Do you want to hear yes. him point fingers at uh, players? This is always fun. Here's the commission.
4: We did take a stab at some early negotiations. Throughout the five-year period, there was a lot of rhetoric about dissatisfaction with a deal that they made. A lot of the rhetoric was negative with respect to clubs. The commissioner's office, me—you um, know—that environment someone else created, and it's an environment in which it's tough to build bridges.
2: <laughs> that's great. I
0: that mean, great. dude, you locked them out. <laughs> you guys so, locked them out. So it's great. not the other way around. It's—it's just—it's beyond me how they're trying to spin this, and he looks like an absolute
2: piaster. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. There it is. Why? I mean, but why? Now, call if I it, said that, Lavar would kick me in the nuts on the air. No, I would not.
3: I would not. Oh, uh, listen, but he does. <laughs> he, he does. I mean, I, I, I just I don't understand why he's choosing to to approach it from this angle. Because for for me, like to say, well, this is rhetoric, and it's you're pointing fingers at again. You're right. It is hard to to build bridges, you know, to be able to cross and meet and, and get things done. If you continue to present yourself as an adversarial figure and that's what he sounds like, he sounds like a timid adversary, meaning dudes are looking at him like there's nothing intimidating about you. This doesn't this doesn't bother me other than we're not getting the results that we're seeking. And you're sitting there saying that our feelings are invalid. And and in fact, it's it's rhetoric. Versus it's our truth or it's, it's our feelings or this is you know, something that should be negotiated and discussed and, and made right or, or made better, whatever it may be. But as a commissioner, you're not supposed to be an antagonist. You're not, you're not supposed to be kind of inciting anger and frustration. You're supposed to be figuring out ways to get to a solution. And that doesn't seem to be the tone that, that Buddy seems to be taking.
2: Do you think the owners cringe every time Manfred steps up to to have a conversation with the media or to, to give some sort of a press conference? Because you know, he works for them. He's obviously going to have their back. The fact that he's the mouthpiece for all this, there's got to be owners going, come on, man, at least pretend you have laryngitis and you can't speak no, today. No,
0: no. You on, know what man. you miss? You know what you're missing? Is he takes all of the blame? He takes all of the attention. Oh, he's the windshield. Okay, exactly. All right. So he's getting all the bugs in his face, right? (laughs) I mean, that's what it is. So if you could find someone who ends up, you know, being made fun of, people are making clown T-shirts about, much like Roger Goodell does, (laughs) and they're willing to go ahead and take that abuse in exchange for a lot of money, go find it, because we're not talking about specific owners. We're talking about Rob Manfred and how he looks, how he's a clown or whatever else you know, that kind of comes out from his, uh, his, his you know, interviews or moments where he's talking publicly. So I actually would say it's the exact opposite. They probably love the fact they have Rob Manfred because it takes all the heat off them.
2: Here's the uh, this. We saved the best for last. So he was asked because for those of you just quick backstory, he locked out the players December 2nd, I think was the date. So they've had, I mean, this has gone on for quite a while, yet they only seemingly started having real discussions this past week or over the past couple of days. So uh, somebody asked Rob Manfred about basically what took so long. Um, uh, Tell me how convinced you are after hearing
4: this. Hey, Rob, understanding that deadlines create urgency, you locked out the players to jumpstart the negotiations. It feels like real bargaining went on just in the last 24 to 36 hours. I'm sure people are wondering why not over the last three, three months, or even longer, to get to a point where you're not necessarily canceling games because there's some momentum here. Yeah, I think the, the best answer to that question is the last 10 days. We've been here, ready to bargain, full committees, owners, players, for 10 days, and it got going two days before the deadline. You know, that's the best explanation I can give you. I'm so lost. (laughs) Which is no explanation to the question. I'm so
1: lost.
2: (laughs) He says 10 days, and then you come to realize, no, it's really just been two. It's, really just been- it's just, oh man, it's just hilarious. Uh, but there it is. Uh, everything from uh, JD and the straight shot to uh, Jim Mercer and the Heartbreakers to uh, Rob Manfred. Just uh, quality, quality stuff here to open up Hour 3. Uh, Alright, it is uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Lavar, Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Wow. Uh, by the way, if you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned. At the end of your first year, Discover Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. All right, coming up next. Uh right when you thought, now there's no way this show could take any more of a drastic turn. Petros Papa Dakis. Oh, wow. The old P a show favorite is yours next here on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Errington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at six AM Eastern, three AM Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Right now, we turn it over to Petros Papadakis. Not only is he the co-host of the Petros and Money Show on the Blowtorch AM570 LA Sports, uh, he is also a Fox College football analyst. Uh, He is a reggae aficionado. Uh, He loves the movie Colors. And on top of all of that, you've now added, what, an LA Kings consultant slash analyst to your resume, Petros? What's going on? Good morning. Uh,
5: <laughs> I had to do uh, I had to do some consulting for the Kings you know, on okay. I don't know why everybody laughs. It was like a it was a real consulting job. I hate everybody so much. No one takes me
3: seriously. Man, I'm not as take dumb seriously as I take seriously, pops.
5: Uh, but yeah, I had to consult for the Kings on Saturday night.
3: What did you consult them? Yeah, what about? were you consulting?
5: Why is it so shocking? No,
3: no, we're just asking what, 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 what was the advice you were giving?
5: They built a remote studio. It wasn't even for the Kings, it was really for Bally Sports. But they built a remote studio for Angels, I think, when baseball, when and if baseball ever starts. And they needed somebody who does remote broadcasts a whole bunch to check it with the producer mm. while there was a live game going on. So. I sat there and called a period of hockey, which I called a quarter. That will never be heard by anybody. It really kind of sounded like me going like, and there is a hard surface in this arena. It does not look like I'd want to fall. And um, I still don't know what icing is. But anyway, we tested their equipment.
2: How about that? Like, right when you think you know well, uh, everything about Petros. He's a man of many talents. Yes. Trust me. I've Well, firsthand.
5: I have to land the plane for Fox Sports 1. I'm very grateful to do it. But I land the plane for Fox Sports 1 on Friday and Saturday nights in a remote studio. You know, somebody's got to see New Mexico lose by 30. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs>
5: <geez>. <laughs> and then watch Arizona get beat up on Saturday Hey, night, don't though.
2: tell yourself short. Uh, Carson Strong, you've are the you seen more Carson Strong games than anybody in the country. So yeah, that. and then
5: Brady said he had a spaghetti knee, and no one's ever heard his name again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll see him here coming up in a few
0: hours at the uh, NFL Combine. I, maybe I could act like I'm a doctor for a team,
5: Petros, and like pull on that knee and see what it feels like, you know? I know one of the doctor guys I know one of the guys That's in the building with the That pulls on everybody Oof. <laughs> <laughs> That was that's one of the, the worst moments in my
3: life boy. Yeah well
5: you know you, you don't often get the guy put both feet on your chest And then pull your arms off
3: yeah, that's they're true, definitely. Uh, <laughs> Touch yeah. all over you at that place, but that was they my consulting job. Uh, a lot of hernia and...
0: checks. That's weird. I don't <laughs> yeah, know a lot why of I coughing. Lot yeah, of, yeah. <laughs> cough. All right. Why does every doctor have to give me a hernia check if that guy already
2: checked off on it? I don't understand. <laughs> oh man, oh, got the whole hand in there, doc. <laughs> Hey, hey, you had a watch on a minute ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: Yeah, but I did, I did my consulting, and that's, uh, I think, their machine works. And I went on the pregame show. Can, can we ask you your
0: thoughts on baseball and how you view all this whole thing and if we ever get it started back up again?
5: Oh, they'll get started because at a certain point, you know, people are broke. But <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't – I don't – I don't have a lot of patience. I don't know what the percentage is of the people that listen to us that really want to know about a collective bargaining agreement and the different kind of way it breaks down. I think there's a lot of fatigue for that, especially post-pandemic. It's been pretty difficult for people. And, I mean, does it really matter who plays? I mean, people just want to go to the ball game, right, and get a hot dog and – give their money to Major League Baseball, but a lockout's a lockout, and you have to have an agreement to play, and it goes like that with a lot of different lines of work. This one just happens to be a lot more interesting to people, and it's a little bit more of a toy department lockout as opposed to teachers or... I mean, I remember when I was a kid in Greece uh, in the summers, they used to take us to Greece in the summers, which is... I mean, talk about a fish out of water. I mean, I had enough problems living here. And then it was like, hey, for the summer, we're going to go to Greece where everybody thinks you're even more of a freak. And,
3: uh. Well, and, are uh, you?
5: Yeah. I mean, I, but I just remember, uh. I just remember, uh, just the protest. There was constant protesting. In Greece. I mean, constant in, in everything. The cab drivers, the trash collectors, the air traffic controllers. I mean, it never ended. And they were always marching, always chanting, always freaking out. And there was always some service that wasn't available because of that. And it's probably because it's the cradle of democracy and, and, and a lot of those things. I think it's very common uh, throughout Europe. But uh, it's interesting because it's basically the same thing. They're trying to make a deal between the workers and the the governing body of, of whatever the company is. This one just happens to be a lot more interesting to people, and it's funny to watch Max Scherzer storm away and, and into his Ferrari. <laughs> you know, or like Max Scherzer eats Cool Ranch Doritos and the MLB Network has a Dorito pole. I mean, it's...
1: <laughs> it, 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 it,
5: I mean, for me, uh, do I make any more money when they play baseball? I don't think so. Maybe because of commercials. uh, I know my boss does. But overall, I I don't know. Back to my original question, to your question, what is it, 10% of the fans that understand the luxury tax and all of these different things that Jeff Passan talks about with the Rage Against the Machine record behind him on ESPN. He's so
2: edgy, man.
5: It's like, are you kidding, dude? You you might as well put a Red Hot Chili Peppers album (laughs) back. You dork. You effing dork. Anyway.
3: Wow. I don't know how
5: much people care. People just want to go to a ball game and drink a michelada or as joy taylor tells us a michelada, uh,
3: michelada. <laughs> hey, hey pops can i hairpin turn on you and go to a to a sport that i mean people do pay attention to a little bit more than baseball i
5: um, don't know lavar i work on the dodger station in los angeles and you're, well, on, that's the do- you're on the dodger station right now and it is the that's most, fair it's the most visited sport on earth what, what but, would, now what, i will say this what would though. don martin
2: say about that
5: My man uh, you better let the little Var really really got a little loose there
3: <laughs> my bad don i'm in new york Pop.
5: speaking i don't know if you know that i'm in new york i'm on a panel
3: that's so good <laughs> Talking radio it's so good it's so do we have a drop of don by the way because if not. you can't hear the comparison it's oh, so good you can
5: get him on he likes to go on the radio you guys should get him on tomorrow he's in new on york either. i'm up early
3: <laughs> now, I bet you he could do a great in- imitation of you, too, because you guys have similar voices. No, styles. when anyway. people
5: talk, when people do an imitation of me, it, it makes me sound like uh, like I'm a dying goose that has nothing to say. Mm. makes me sad. A
3: dying goose with nothing to say. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to attempt to ask this question. Go ahead.
5: I'm sorry, Lavon.
3: It's no worries. You um, asked
5: me to do an Im- impression in the middle of the question, though. Yes. If you yes, check the tape.
3: It was good. It was good. I mean it w- it was worth it. And and so and and speaking of worth it, was it I I've always had a thing for dads or parents or spouses any like I can handle a spouse but when a dad comes out and speaks on on players uh, you know especially where their son's son has played or whatever it may be, I tend to take a little issue with it. Now Larry Fitzgerald Sr. comes out and calls Kyler Murray selfish. I have interviewed him numerous times. I am a fan of the Fitzgerald family. I'm a fan of Sr. and Jr.
5: And he's a media guy.
3: And he is a media guy who gets paid to, to give his opinions and, and writes as written for Minnesota for, for a very long time. But even even so, even being media – is this a shot at, at at Kyler Murray based off of a personal a personal feeling? Yeah, uh, or, or do you feel so? It's just simple. It is a yeah, huh?
5: Wouldn't it be? I mean, look, but I it's not new. Like I heard about Kyler Murray at Oklahoma. Okay. I heard he was kind of aloof and not maybe a typical quarterback personality, so to speak. And I heard the same thing in Arizona, actually, right before this whole thing came out. I heard from somebody I know very well that's very close to that that franchise about what was going on and his general attitude around the place. And so I wasn't really surprised by it. Now. What does Larry Fitzgerald's dad need to do about it? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, isn't that a meme of uh, Odell Beckham's dad looking all swole and mean? All <laughs> ira- like, you know, I mean, there's a lot of dad stuff, and usually it's toxic, to be honest. I mean, it, it, it almost always is because, I, I mean, my little brother just had a baby, right? Um,
3: Congrats. Congratulations. Thank you.
5: Yeah, and he's 13 Uncle years. Uncle P. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I got a few. <laughs>
5: uh, <laughs>
3: Does your voice make him the baby cry?
5: I haven't. I've yet. What? See, I'm not also that Jeez. person. Uh, I haven't yeah. saw. Uh, I would
3: be scared if I was a baby and heard <laughs> pops his voice. I mean, Jeez. I would be. It, it, it Sorry. Is, you, know,
5: you would be surprised to know then that that my nickname is Mister Child.
3: Oh, And Mr. I am Child. very, very,
5: very popular. With With the kids with with newborn babies and children. Yes. I I actually like babies, but since I haven't been invited over there to see the baby, I haven't showed up, you know, a lot of people just invade a new baby and it creates lifelong resentment with the, uh, with the woman. Oh, so I usually just wait. (laughs) Uh, her name is Yoko though,
3: which is a girl. Okay. Yoko.
5: Yeah. Uh, but, uh, anyway, uh, And my brother's like fawning over the baby, like taking a thousand pictures, you know, doing what you're supposed to do Mm -hmm. when you have a baby. And I was really that guy, you know, with our first child, you know, I, I acted like a complete jackass. I showed everybody pictures like, you know, people that I was buying like a bottle of whiskey from. I'd I'd show them a picture of the baby. I just could not (laughs) stop. And uh, it was, and I look back on it and I think I was just like a raving idiot, you know, like Jimmy Stewart in It's a Wonderful Life. And I think that's really how most dads sound when they're talking about their kids. I think it takes a tremendous amount of control uh, as a public figure or a father, to talk about your son who 's a public figure or your daughter uh, or 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 a mom, and sound uh, rational, so generally, when you do it, even if you 're a media guy i don 't think you 're seeing through the same eyes as everybody else right and and I, I think it 's really difficult that is like it says in the in the Bible, it is harder for a camel to get through the eye of a needle. Than it is (laughs) for a dad to talk about his kid in the media and sound like he's uh,
2: a person with half a brain. Uh, Petros, uh, before we let you go, we got about a minute here. But that's a good answer, uh, right? Yeah, Yeah, great answer. Um, I just wanted to get your thoughts because I know it's very near and dear to your heart. uh, On a serious note, Um, just the state of the Lakers. uh, Oh uh, gosh, I just hate to see it. I just uh, just let me tell you something. When they lose.
5: (laughs) I hate it when they lose and the game is a national game. You know why? Why? Because I can't put it on the local TV on every TV in the house so it (laughs) replays for three days until the next game. So what I like to do when the Lakers lose, especially when they lose by 30, is I just leave it on on every TV in the house (laughs) in different spaces. So you might get the Lakers compacto, you might get the pregame oh, show where they're man. all excited and James Worthy's like, today's the day. I think they're going to do it, you know. <laughs> and, then, and then you get the game where Stu's like, "And there's another turnover by Russ on the Lakers Basketball <laughs> Network. And then, and then you get the postgame show. You know, different spaces, and Worthy's like, "Oh, this team has a virus. It's just a terrible virus that, ah, that just can't ah, shake." And it's like, "That's ah, a little ah, too soon, James. That's ah, a virus." And derrick Fisher's old sock face, two thousand, there because he got punched <laughs> by Matt Barnes. And it's just like a, it's just a cacophony of misery. It's like different oh, circles of hell in every room, and it's just like a symphony. And I, I, I shouldn't bathe in their misery like I do. I mean, I bathe in their misery. And my favorite thing ever is just to look up that tweet with the crown on it. Oh, yeah. And it says, please yeah. talk about my team and our personal ages. Keep that same energy. Our careers. Please, I beg you. Keep that same energy. Keep it. And it's just like, yeah, I'll keep it
2: I'll keep that
5: same energy
2: Oh, man I already know I <laughs> already know Oh, no oh, He's got his own soundboard You already know you already know <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Yaka,
5: yaka, yaka, yaka Glocka, glocka, Yaka, 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 yaka. If I had an air horn, I would wake up the whole neighborhood right oh, now. I love
2: it. Get him on Twitter, at the old P. Uh, Petros, uh, we appreciate it as always. Uh, let's do it again next week. Get rid of Queen Diva,
4: you're
5: best of a lever. You already know. You already know.
2: Yeah! Oh, man, uh, there he is, uh, the great Petros Papadakis. Uh, always fun Amazing. Uh, catching up with the old P. Uh, unbelievable.
3: Already <laughs> All
2: right, uh, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up next, it is the BQ News. It's yours right here on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
5: Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love
1: their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches, we talk to players, we tell you stories.
2: two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. We're going to be back here same time, same place tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 a.m. Pacific, all sorts of uh, news and notes from the Combine. Uh, We will have that for you here on Fox Sports Radio. If you missed any of this program, you can check out the podcast after we get done here at FoxSportsRadio.com. Do want to let you know before we get into the BQ news, we are brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas. Vegas, your home for live sports, and that means all sports, every game, match, race, and competition. It is always on. Now, go on and plan your trip at visitlasvegas.com to see the best and brightest in Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. And speaking of Las Vegas, this April 28th through the 30th, Vegas will be hosting the 2022 draft, an event that will be unlike any other with unparalleled energy and excitement that only the greatest arena on earth can deliver. The best part is now through March 13th. We're giving away a trip for two to be a part of the energy and excitement. That's right. You and the lucky person of your choosing can win a trip to Las Vegas during draft weekend, April 28th through the 30th. The prize package includes round-trip airfare to Vegas, a hotel stay on the Strip, access to Fox Sports Radio's draft broadcast and more. To enter and get rules, visit foxsportsradio.com. That's foxsportsradio.com to win a Trip to Vegas during draft weekend. No,
1: no, no, no. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's
2: the good news? Here's Brady Quinn. All right. Well, it's
0: that time of year, folks, especially if you live up north and you live in cold, wintry conditions. As that starts to thaw out, you start to see the damage in some of the roads. Yeah, one in every 10 drivers out there has sustained some sort of vehicle damage significant enough to need immediate uh, immediate repairs. In fact, AAA estimates, last year alone, consumers faced $26.5 billion in pothole-related damages. Think about that for a second. $26.5 billion. So be careful out there driving on the road, especially uh, in those places up north.
2: The potholes are the worst, man. They are. Yeah. God. Like, they are. It just, like, you, you just assume it destroyed your tire. Every time you go over one, if it didn't, you just assume it didn't. Oh, at the least alignment, your
0: rims, something from it, right?
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. And terrible. you're going to get, sometimes you get the late, delayed result, right? It's like, ah, oh, I messed it up. And it's like, no, nah, no, nah, I made it. Then <laughs> two days later, it's like <laughs> right. you go to 0% of air, like, literally in one second. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, what a
0: tease. Yeah, Yeah. it's unfortunate. Well, how about this for a story? A uh, a Michigan TikToker. Yeah, he was trying to build up his TikTok status and all that good stuff. Well, uh, it ended up leading to his arrest by the FBI, nonetheless, um, in a quest to become famous on social media. He was identified because, uh, well, his shoes. See, his shoes had a red dot on them. The same red dot that they found in four separate store robberies, armed robberies. And they were able to connect this individual with those four uh, store armed robberies purely because of the shoes he continued to wear while broadcasting and trying to become famous on social media.
2: Mm -hmm. Is that kind of like uh, Brett Favre's Crocs, you know? Like it's an,
3: a legitimate question. Yeah,
2: like uh, you know, kind of like that, I would I, think.
3: I think what's most interesting about this is he was trying to become famous by whatever it is he was content creating for TikTok. But he actually became famous being on TikTok. So, even indirectly, yeah. he accomplished and achieved what He was setting out to do. I think they should throw
2: out all these charges just based on that alone. Like in a roundabout way, his the effort worked. I think they should just dismiss all these charges.
3: I wonder if he did it on purpose and was like, I wonder if people will notice that I I was the one that did the robberies <laughs> if I keep my same sneakers on that right. I wore when I did it. It's his trademark. They they yeah. did happen to be Nike sneakers
0: uh, that had red red spots on them.
2: Huh. So what were the red uh, spots? Was it paint or like actual? Uh, that's part of the shoe. I think design. it's part
0: of the design. It's part of the shoe design. Uh-huh. It's oh, weird. Yeah. How about this? When's the last time you guys have been to a wedding? It's
2: been uh, a while. Well, I sent you guys video of the one. I was at like a, a car lot, uh, like a mechanic shop. I sent you that. Uh, so a couple months. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, you know how, like, did they have a flower girl there?
2: Yeah, they had lots of things there. oh Yeah. <laughs> Oh, like uh, transmissions, okay. uh, engine blocks. It uh, okay. very weird. Uh, well, I, I meant
0: more the traditional sense of weddings. You know, flower girls have been a part of them for really centuries. Forever. Yeah. yeah uh, absolutely. But, but a Miami couple, they put a different, maybe more modern spin on their nuptials. Uh, instead of having young children throwing flower petals down the aisle, um, the couple called on two fireball fairies. And so they were handing out miniature bottles of whiskey to guests. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. They wore bright red dresses to resemble the popular whiskey drink <laughs> and even took <laughs> shots in front of the entire congregation.
3: Hold on. Huh. Uh, so, this yeah. is,
0: was this in a church? Uh, it was actually outside where the ceremony was performed. Oh, I was gonna yeah. say, so uh, fireball fairies—that's like, like a real fairies. thing. Yeah, there, there was some feedback too from this, saying it was tacky, uh, <laughs> trying to be t- trying too hard, quirky, but uh, fireball. fairies. But, but it
3: was their wedding day, so yeah, they can, they they can, they can kiss their. Yeah, yeah.
2: How do you yeah. guys feel about
3: fireball? Do it how you want to do it. Once I like I, fireball, yeah, but I think too bad. much of it. You know, obviously, uh, if you add uh, what is it called, Kahlua to it? Not is it Kahlua? Ooh. Something Kahlua. I, I hope I, it's, it's not. It Kahlua. tastes like. Uh, it's called cinnamon toast crunch.
2: There's oh, a, okay. okay, there's a, um, if you go to, I think it's Universal Studios, uh, you get a, uh, it's Fireball and like apple cider and it's like uh, some rum Simpsons tata. drink. It's called
3: Rum, rum tata. Yeah, tata. something okay. like that. Yeah. I mean,
2: it's like Big Red Gum, right? You know, but yeah. like a lot of Big Red Gum. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's the exact same thing.
2: Goldschlager. Stuff like that. <laughs>
1: Goldschlager. <laughs>